What it do, golf fans? Welcome back to the Turn Dogs Golf Pod. I'm Liam. Alongside me, we have Jack. It was another wild week in golf. You know the deal. Jack, what did you think about the weekend? It was absolutely insane with the rain on 18 at the end of the day on Sunday. What were your thoughts? thought it was a great tournament to watch through and through. It was kind of exciting to see all the different names in the leaderboard. I know we were expecting that in some aspect, especially with the uh, lower tier names going into the week, but Good for Sepp Straka pulling up the W at the end of the day. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love I love seeing the underdogs pull out the win. I, I love it even more when I have them in my lineups, but, you know, I'll, t- I'll take the, the underdogs winning it out of nowhere. So what did you think? What did you think? What did you think about Shane Lowry talking on after the round, how he got screwed over by the golf gods because of the rain walking up to the 18th tee? Did you read any of that? I didn't read any of that, but. British Open champion, uh, the Open champion, dude's awesome. He's always funny. I don't know if he was saying it in all seriousness or all joking because I didn't see about it, but I love him to death. I just saw that and thought it was thought it was interesting. I was like, ooh, he might have though because he had a chance there in eighteen until he blew it in the uh, he blew it in the rough off the tee and had to lay up. So yeah, and they left the putt short to force the playoff. Oh, it's brutal, brutal to watch. So, all right, how did you how did you do this week betting and with your FanDuel and your DraftKings? I did better than prior. Um, it definitely won money, and I think I smoked you in FanDuel this week. No, yeah, we, uh, I think I beat you in FanDuel. I think you beat me in DraftKings. DraftKings is that what it was? Yeah, you beat me gotcha. in DraftKings. You smoked me in DraftKings, but I actually think I beat you barely in FanDuel. Yeah, you were. We both made some money on FanDuel for sure. I know I made more money on DraftKings than you did. Yeah, I I struggled on DraftKings. I my 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 big miss this past week was Tommy Fleetwood. I don't know what happened. He fell apart. He missed a cut. It was unfortunate. But I for the most part, everybody else I had played decent. Keith Mitchell tied ninth. Mito tied thirtieth. Uh, our boy Bez, who we had to talk about all weekend, because evidently we don't know whether we're pronouncing his name properly or not, uh, tied 25th, and then Kirk tied 7th, and my, then my boy Sung Kang missed a cut. Brutal. Yeah, so just like exactly like what you said, it's hard to beat a guy when four guys of yours make the cut and six of mine do. Um, that's what helps when making money. So as much as it is fun to go and do kind of the outrageous picks, Sometimes on FanDuel and DraftKings, Daily Fantasy Sports, picking six guys that will make the cut or five will always win you more money than if you take a couple gambles. So definitely. Well, you said we both won our money. I doubled my money on FanDuel. So I all things considered, even though you seem to wipe the floor with me every week on on FanDuel and DraftKings when it comes to our head to head matchups, I'm OK walking out doubling my money this week. Again, it was similar concepts. I had Fleetwood, Billy Horschel, Christian, Bazooeden, Hoot, uh, Mito, Sam Ryder and Mark Hubbard. Mark Hubbard was the was the big call for me this week. I got nice and lucky because I know there were a few guys down in that range. Sung Kang, Mark Hubbard and then your boy Buckley were all like within one hundred dollars of one another. And thank God I took him and not one of the other two, because that was probably the difference between me cashing out this past weekend. Yeah. And let me cut you off right there because it was funny. Uh, Liam sent me his original lineup with Hayden Buckley in it. After I texted him, I said, this is my wild card pick of the week. And it shows up at his lineup. I said, don't be a loser and take my pick right before I go out there. 
so he removed it. So I'm taking partial credit for the Mark Hubbard pick. That's that, for sure. That's fair. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. Just looking at both of our lineups, we it's not like we picked any bad guys. It's just so hard at that tournament. And just in some of these tournaments when there's not 40 guys in the top 50 there to pick names out of a hat. Should be a little different this week. But yeah, last week it was definitely a challenge. Any any big bets that you won, by the way? I'm just curious. Uh, are you talking about in daily fantasy sports? Are you talking about the sports book? Sports book. Yeah, so I know for myself, I did one of those fan duel specials where it was pick any two of Daniel Berger, Billy Horschel, and Alex Noren top five finish. I hit that, so I made 13 times my money. Nice. Uh, that was awesome. I made Keith Mitchell's made me money every single week this year that I've bet him. This Wiedenhout money, CT Pan, uh, Alex Noren, fantastic. Denny McCarthy, Sam Ryder was one of the ones I took a gamble on. Cameron Young, Brooks Kepka. Billy Horschel lost money on Joaquim. That one really made me upset. And then obviously Tommy Fleetwood beat everybody in the butt. For the most part, though, it looks it sounded like you came out on top. Pretty good for you. I was a little more mixed across the board. So you were down. I think you won last week kind of as a whole. Uh, Cause I had, I had best uh, top 20. He finished tied 25th. I had Mito top 20. He finished tied 30th. Uh, I had Chris Kirk top 40. Finished eighth. Came out of, that, yeah, I was going to say was that's awesome. the best one. Sam Ryder uh, tied eighth. Another great one. Dylan Fratelli, that was a good one. Tied six. Sleever. That was the sleeves. Uh, and then I had Sung Kang top 40. He missed the cut too. So I ended up going about half and half. Nothing spectacular on me that uh, last week. But there were some good calls I had in terms of guys I wasn't betting. Matthew Wolf told you not to bet him. He proceeded to finish last. <laughs> <laughs> plus, plus 18 across Thursday and Friday. Thank gosh. I hope none of nobody that was listening took him or else I'm really sorry. Well, you know what's the sad thing is that dude is probably the best college golfer to possibly come out of Oklahoma State in the last couple of years. Maybe minus Victor Hovland currently. Yeah. Matt Wolf, you could argue that for two years ago, even three years ago. It's just really hard to see him not being able to get off the tee. And I think right now it's coming down to his mental game. Unfortunately, I think once he gets that, everybody has a rough patch in their career. Unfortunately, I just think everybody does. And I think once he bounces out of that and gets in the right mindset, we'll be seeing him in the top 20s coming forward. I hope he gets that swing change going. Give it a couple weeks. Hopefully master's time comes around. He's a little more on top of it, but I think that's a little bit of a quick turnaround. And that's why I'm betting him this week. No, I'm just kidding. And that's why I'm betting him to win it all. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Matthew Wolf, I said to, to not bet. That was good. He missed the cut. Joaquin Neiman, I said to not bet. He missed the cut. That was a good call. Patrick Reed, he missed the cut. That was a great call. He had it going into the back nine on Friday. Fell apart. Shot like four apart. over on the back nine. Not upset. And then Ricky Fowler <laughs> was another guy I said to not bet. He finished tied 40. Something like that. Whatever I bet him. Um, he finished some, right. Whatever won, so. He finished right around tied 40th. He made the cut. So, like, I guess I technically lost that bet. But if you bet him, were you really thrilled about it? Probably not. Yeah. And then, uh, by the way, your winner for the week last week, Denny McCarthy, tied 30th. I took Bez, tied 25th. So, both fairly respectable in terms of of how we did. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I do think that everybody on this podcast that's listening knows that we don't just bet the bets that we make. 
So unfortunately, that as much as I might be negative on this podcast in terms of my sports book bets, I'm up all around, especially on the safer bets. So this week I am going to provide more safe bets than my usual plus 350 plus 290 uh, just so we can make some money on this podcast going forward. Which is funny because you're you're making safer bets and then I've been making relatively safe bets. I would consider and this week I kind of went a little bit more out of left field into some deeper bets. So we're kind of switching it up and that's okay. It'll be something different. So do you have any other thoughts on Honda? Anything else that stuck out to you? No, no, not really. Besides Daniel Berger really choking it up. It was really hard to see because I know I, I, uh, I know it's more of a golf podcast, but I included him in a NBA parlay because I was so confident I needed one more leg to get this bonus. So I put him in there. Everything hit but Daniel Berger and it cost me. I don't even want to know how much it cost me. I didn't even look, but it was a lot. I was so upset. It was unfortunate to see. And he tried his best on 18 too, pulling out three wood i think from 260 but he just couldn't get it done it was it was it was tough to watch it was kind of it was kind of like a crumble and watching them fall apart so all right ready for arnold palmer let's do it all right let's do this this week we're going to bay hill we are staying in florida again we're going to be in florida the next couple weeks this is the second week i think of four um is a par 72 7400 yards this is a one of the longer courses you'll see in terms of what they play on the pga tour your defending champion bryson dechambeau i'm not thrilled about it don't love the guy um but it does look like he withdrew withdrew right? again to rest okay entry. he said he wants to get really healthy for the majors and doesn't want to have a setback Gotcha. It looked like it was a little all over the board for me when I was doing my research. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't misinterpreting that. Bay Hill is known for distance. Obviously, as I stated earlier, um, greens and putting is a little less vital. It's still obviously important. Uh, But I would recommend looking at players with good ball striking and good iron play. Think about it like this. Bryson won the event last year, and he's really known for strokes off the tee. Now you're going to sit there and say, well, Lee Westwood finished second last year. Well, he's really good at the approach shots. So it, it's it's a little bit of a mix, but just be advised that you go, you want if somebody hits the ball farther, it's not necessarily a bad idea to look in their direction. That's a good call. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Lee Westwood, I really wanted him to win last year. I only like I love to watch Bryson. Yeah. You know, I won't speak on his character per se of what I've been <laughs> experienced with. Um, We're not big Bryson fans on this pod. <laughs> if he's wearing Team USA, sure. him and Patrick Reed, Captain America, and Bryson in the USA jacket, those guys are my two favorite to watch. But individually, character wise, I root against him traditionally. Could you imagine if those two were on the same like duo on a Ryder Cup match? <laughs> oh i'd be here for it i mean, I mean i'm here for it but like what a mess that would have been at the, like at that point so telling you i want to see um reed versus McElroy Ryder cup part two greatest match i've ever seen in my life and if you haven't watched it take 20 minutes of your life and go on youtube all right well speaking of McElroy, do you want to get into the top range of the uh of DraftKings? Yeah, let's just start off with this. If he's not in your lineup, you're an idiot. That's just about as blunt as I can be going forward. I mean, I'm, I, he's in mind. I agree with you. Again, last five times he was here, 10th, 5th, 6th, 6th, 4th. Model of consistency. Really about can't get any different. Six for six on cuts and four top tens. 
duh please put him in your lineup yeah he's expensive but do you want a guy that's going to get you top 10 yeah put him in done yeah Yeah, it doesn't even matter for me i'm doing it too um i everybody everybody loves john rom but honestly this week i'm i'm kind of fading him i don't know if i like him it's his first first week here i think this is the week that he really takes it over i think this is the week that he gets his putter back much like matt wolf i think this is where he gets his mindset back i think this is the week he turns it around and uh Hopefully I'm not going to eat my words next week with this Abraham answer moment where you're going to come at me and go, I told you. I, I'm i just not betting him. I I think Rory is better value than John Rahm, even though they're almost the same price. I mean, Rory McIlroy has definitely shown more than Rahm this year. I think that even if you just go down the line a couple hundred dollars, Hovland, half of his starts this year have been top 10. Yep. Matsuyama, same, 10 for 10 on cuts, I think. Um, I do think that, strangely enough, um, if we're just looking at above 10K range, it's weird to me that there are not more people up there. I'm, yeah, I'm a little surprised by it, but I, I don't know. It is, it is weird to only see five players up there. But I, when I think of PGA Tour right now, these are the five names or maybe five of the 10 that really come to mind. So... To, to gotcha. keep them to keep them in a name of their own, it makes sense. Because if you threw them in with, I mean, let's just go down the rest of the list of the next like three or four guys: Sung Jm, Will Zalatoris, Tyrell Hatton, Fitzpatrick. Are you taking any of those guys over those top five guys if they're all 10k? It's hard to say. I think Zalatoris is a little overpriced right now. Sung Jay could probably be up there, but um, maybe not. Tyrell Hatton last year, I think that. Um, Scotty Scheffler is another one of those guys that is probably a little higher price than I'd like to pay for at 10 six, but I got him in my lineup. I think Scotty Scheffler is a good contrarian play. So if you want to do something that's different from what everybody else is probably going to throw in their lineup with Scotty Scheffler is a good guy to get good guy to throw in there for sure. I agree. I actually don't know how much I love Sung Jay, which is going to sound really stupid because he's finished third here three three years in a row prior to 2021. And even then he finished 21st. But for whatever reason, I just have this weird feeling around Sung Jay since he missed the cut last week. Yeah, I mean, he's so young. It's He's so good, though. I think yeah. he's our age. I Yeah, he may be a year older. But he's he's young, definitely. So he's, I get it. It's just one of those feelings. Again, I'll probably eat my words on that one, much like you with Rom. But I just don't know if I love him this week. All right, you ready to get to the? Uh, the well, you just want to get into the rest of nine K, right? Yeah, I don't. I mean, just looking at it, I have zero people in the nine thousand dollar range in my official lineup. So really, okay, mm-hmm. interesting. I I think that there's. I, I think Mark Leishman's overpriced. I'm not taking him. But I really? actually, yeah, at this price, I think he's too, I think he costs too much because I'd rather go up an extra $100 and get Matt Fitzpatrick. I mean, nine for nine on cuts, Mr. Consistency, three top tens at nine, what is it, 9,000, 9,100? 9,200, yeah. 9,200. If you're no, some, I'm talking if about you're, Leishman. Oh, you're talking Leishman? Yeah. Uh he's four for five in his last are you talking here or last five in general? Just in general. He's three top tens this year on nine for nine of cuts. I think Mr. Consistency's yeah. at that price, not bad at all. 
I mean, Fitz, you can say the same thing about Fitzpatrick, though, too. He's got three top tens in his last four tournaments. So, yeah. I, 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 I mean, in this in this range, I'm, I'm cutting hairs. I just think Leishman. Normally, you look at Leishman, and he's twentieth. Yeah, mid eight, mid eight k, and maybe even low eight k. But in this instance, he's ninety, ninety one hundred. That just seems very high priced. So, yeah. I don't know. I just if you, if you're sensing a theme at all with with my picks, I've picked two guys so far that are both really consistent at Bay Hill, and I think that is something that you're going to kind of see throughout the rest of my rest of my rankings and the rest of my lineup. Perfect. Let's move on because I think we could talk about these nine Kers because only a few of them, much like the ten K range. Yeah. I mean, I know you're going to say great things about Will Zalatoris, so I I don't love him this week what i know i know i i'm let me let me clarify i will always i will always love will zaltoris and honestly i think i'm gonna take him in a betting uh i'm gonna take him a little bit betting this week but i'm not putting him in in dfs i i don't know he just seems now again this is the week where he's gonna win it because i don't have him in my dfs lineup this is like the first week in nine months it feels like i don't have wills out in but for whatever reason i just i just don't know this week i just you know what well when you go on to your sportsbook pick later today i will give you my pick at the end of this episode because he is in there so gotcha perfect and then uh-huh. just keep going down we got terrell hatton eh. should have been in my opinion contention for player of the year last year had a yeah. remarkable year going forward and I just haven't seen enough of him and Adam Scott, Mr. Consistent four top tens and eight starts at 9,000. That's just amazing. I should probably look at that to put him in my lineup. Maybe I'll adjust myself. Adam, Adam Scott is definitely somebody where if you're looking to, to have somebody that's mid tier in cash in your cash lineup, that's just going to make the cut and finish top 20. He's your guy, but he's just not very flashy which is part of the unfortunate reason of why I think he gets overlooked so much. That's fair. So, all right. Anybody else come to mind in the, uh, in the nine K range? Not to me. No. Yeah. I think we got through everybody anyways. All right. Up next, we're getting into the eight K range. Looks to be about 10 to 12 guys. We go from Cameron Tringali to Billy Horschel. Oh, do you want to talk about your boy? I just realized who's in this range. The man, the myth, the legend. Keith Mitchell, the GOAT that's won me money every single week that I bet on him. That, he's, if he's not in your lineup, put him in your lineup. He's he's going to turn into your like second favorite player behind Tiger with all the money he's going to win you right now. I'm sorry. The gap between Tiger Woods <laughs> and the next golfer is like from here to Paris. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, you know, you're going to you know that you're going to keep loving on Keith Mitchell until he fails you. And right now he's just not doing it. Ride the so, wave. Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Who else do we have in this? Oh, we have the king of Twitter. I mean, Max Homa's in here, too. I, I like that. Oh, yeah. I love Max Homa, but. I, I, I couldn't fit him in this week. I wanted Whoa. to. I wanted to, but I couldn't fit him in this week. I put him in 100%. That dude's <sighs> going to get ready. Quote me now. Quote me, quote me, quote me. 13th place. 13th? 13th place. Yeah. He was in, he was in my lineup, but I, I money's tight. There's a lot of people I wanted this week in my lineup. So, unfortunately, somebody had to get the boot. It was Max Homa. I, I'm hopefully not going to regret that one. 
but you, you know he's gonna miss the cut and we're gonna look back at my 13th place <laughs> prediction <laughs> uh if we miss out on it we miss out on it but that's fine uh taylor Go- do you have any do you have any taylor gooch stock this week just curious i think there's always taylor gooch stock that dude at the, i can't remember was at the end of last year the beginning of this year went on a tear where he looked like he was going to win player of the year and then he just kind of I don't know that falling off is not the right term, but I feel like he's just slowing down a little bit. He plateaued. Um, so at 8,600, I don't think that I'd like to spend that much on him, especially when there's a guy like Henley, who's nine for nine, Kokrak, um, or Mr. Consistency, Paul Casey. Paul Casey. He's in, he's one of the guys in my lineup. That's why I couldn't do, uh, couldn't do Homa. So again, the consistency is just there. You just have to, uh, it, it, if you're sensing the theme at all, I went consistent and he just fits right in with the rest of that group. So you're learning your lesson. You're taking advice from me on the, <sighs> after I smoked you last week, I'm, I'm tired of losing because I'm going too risky on my DFS lineup. So I gotta be a little bit more centered. I gotta take some guys with that are consistent. Some of them have good course consistencies here. We, we just got, we just got to stay a little bit more centralized. I can't keep going out on these crazy out of left field picks. Do you have any other interest in anybody in this range? Burns? No, I like Sam Burns. He fell off a little bit too. I'm not ready to go on him. Just, I just think that on the itch this week. he was, I think Genesis, he was even hundredth place. Farmers, he was near hundredth place. So I think he needs a week or two to get his game in before I bet him. 103rd, yeah, 103rd last week. All right, well, let's get down to the uh, to the 7K range then. Yeah, I mean, let's just start off at 7,900, Tommy Fleetwood. I don't know what happened last week, but if you see Tommy Fleetwood at $7,900, I put him in the lineup. You can't not. I mean, that it's great. I mean, I get why you would not want to bet him. I know you're big on players coming over from European land, having a bad week. Don't bet him. Here's his week for redemption. It's it's not even that with him. It's just that I put so much stock in him last week, and then he just twisted the knife in me and failed me so miserably. So it's so hard to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, you failed me. Let me just go right back to you again because, because you're Tommy Fleetwood. But, like, he is Tommy Fleetwood. He's going to do good this week. You know it because – I don't have him anywhere in any lineups or any bets. I mean, you so see the air on that guy? You got to bet him. <sighs> yeah, I. we'll see. My 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 Fandle lineup will probably change. I'll probably throw him in there, and then he'll finish in 120th place like yes. Matthew Wolf last week, and I'll, I'm never going back to him again at that point. But Make sure you check our social medias. We post all lineups Tuesday night to give you a whole day to post your lineups. Yeah, you'll get to see all the tilting that Liam does when he can't figure out what lineup he wants to put in fan. Yeah, if you're listening to this episode while making your uh, <laughs> your lineup, you are struggling because it will change. At least <laughs> half of the players on Liam's lineup will change. Oh, uh, I'm just not. I'm just not doing too hot right now. All right, so you got you got Fleetwood at the top. Um, I like Jason Day. I think he could be solid. He's he's withdrawn here three of the last four years, but. He's been four or five in his last five starts on terms of making the cut. He's a solid choice. My boy Bez, again, if he gets off the tee, he's dangerous here, but that's always a concern of getting off the tee with him. Uh, Cameron Young, I actually really like him this week. 
He's a long, he's a long hitter. Uh, Patrick Reed and Matthew Wolf, both 7,400. It's so cheap for those guys. It's, it's, it's so cheap. It's so tempting. Again, I'm not touching Patrick Reed. I'm done. I'm not doing it until he proves it to me. So right now I'm going to let him suck until he tell until he proves me wrong. But Matthew Wolf at 7,400. It is tempting, but I think this I mean, way- it's just been the two weeks that you've bet him that he's crap. So listen yeah. here, viewers, if Liam bets him, don't bet him. If he doesn't bet him, <laughs> bet him. Yes. I'm sensing, I'm sensing that theme with everybody I bet outside of maybe Willie Z that if I'm betting them, then they're probably going to bust. And then if I don't bet them, they'll win it knowing my luck. But so just do the opposite of everything I say, I guess that's the, that's the best way to do it. That's what you want your golf podcast host to say. Um, <laughs> uh, Hey, what do you think of Corey Connors? I'd have no idea. He's the most confusing player that I have seen this entire year because last year he was Mr. Consistent. And then he'd go like, you know, 10th, 17th, 25th, 120th or whatever he had. Yeah. 90s. It's just, he's all over the place and it's weird because I'm so high on him, but it's so hard. His so his last five starts on tour, he he finished eleventh, one hundred and eleventh, ninety fifth, thirty eighth, and seventy sixth. Jeez. So he's all across the board. He finished third here last year, so he played he he played good here last year. But prior to that, he hadn't made the cut yet. He went ninety seventh, ninety seventh, seventy second. I'm avoiding him like the plague this week. If I'm fading him, I'm not betting him in anything. FanDuel, DraftKings none of it if you're gonna if you're gonna bet him at 7600 don't even bother go down to cameron young go down to matthew wolf put one of those guys in at 75 and 7400 instead or chris kirk but or you can go with uh this ain't no hobby fellas in kevin kisner i don't know why got an inkling got an inkling gosh you're picking all these guys that i had in my fandle lineup that i removed and now, now you're going to have me second guessing this. No, I'm going to stay strong with my lineup. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. This ain't no hobby, fellas. I love Kiz. The Kiz, Kiz is the, the absolute standard for golf, and he's everything that I would want to be if I was on the PGA Tour. But I don't know. He's a little all across the board. Is This is his first tournament since uh, since Hawaii, right? He hasn't played the whole West Swing. No, I think he played the Waste. Did he play the waste? Uh, oh, you're right. He did play the waste. He's sorry. Yes, he did play the waste management, but that was his only tournament prior from Hawaii. So there is a little bit of concern in my mind that. No, I think he went AT&T, then waste, and then he's back here. But I do. I mean, he was killer on the um, the Hawaii swing. I think both of his top tens this year were from Hawaii. Okay, interesting. Well, you like Kisner down here. I like Keegan Bradley down here. So oh, that's huge Keegan Bradley that, guy. That seems to be our two kind of low. Well, I also, yeah, I like I I like though I like Kisner as well. I guess I should say, but there seems to be that those are our two, two seven K guys in the bottom half that we really really enjoy in terms of guys we like. I'm sure you've probably got a bet on Kisner, don't you? Oh, come on. Of course I got a yeah, bet on yeah, Kisner. But, well, uh, good. I got one on Bradley, so it'll work. Yeah, something interesting, though. I have three guys in the $6,000 range, so I know I'm excited to get down there. 
well, wait, I got, I also got Martin Lard in my lineup. I got, I got, well, I mean, there's 40 guys in the $7,000. That's true. That's true. I have way too many guys in there. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I have Martin Lard in my lineup. He's, he's kind of there for money purposes. I ran a little tight on money, but love what he, love what he does in this. Uh, I'm really not too, I'm kind of, I'm kind of mixed feelings on it. He's maybe a guy that I would change out, but his last five starts, 22nd, 86th, 46th, 14th, 39th. So he's made four of his last five cuts. Just got to go. It's not bad it. for the price. Yeah, for 7K, got to send it. All right, let's get to 6K. What do you got? Who are your three guys? The other kids, Pat and Kazire. I got <sighs> Dougie Fresh. Um, what was his nickname that we found out? Doug Gim. The Grim uh, Reaper. Or the Gim, the Gim Reaper. Reaper. The Gim and Reaper. I got. Garrick Higo. You got Garrick Higo? Lefty legend. He's coming back. I mean, he has last week. I don't think he did too well. I think he was like 50th or 60th. 66th. But the week prior, I think he was top 20 in waste management or right around there. 21st. Yeah. So, all right. Garrett, Garrick Higo. Interesting. Okay. All right. I would not have put that one on the, uh, on the thought process lefty legend i mean it definitely i definitely cost myself when i had scotty shuffler at 10 6 i got mcleroy so i had to put a couple guys in the six thousand dollar range but that's that's kind of how i'm feeling i have i have bo hosler he's up and down for me i can't really say if i he's a texas guy yep really good he's he's let me down before he's three for three on made cuts here his last five starts on tour is 80th, 3rd, 89th, 48th, 16th. So, again, he's up and down. Um, but when you're coming down to this price range, there are a lot of not great options, and he is definitely one of the better options, in my opinion, at this range. Yeah, and one that I know that I think you might get to this, but it might be an interesting pick to look at, not been great this year, but Cameron Champ. You're just like what you said. The guy that's the long ball hitter is so good with his irons. Once the short game comes around, look out for him. But for that price, he might be worth a flex option. He's never made a cut here, and 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 he can't make a cut right now. He's he's one for five in his last five starts on cuts. I'm I'm just worried. I'm I'm worried with Cameron Champ. Like I know he's gonna turn it around at some point, and he's gonna get hot. But I think I- he's always hot. Well, well, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Jack's dream fantasy here is Cameron Champ. But my big concern is I don't want to be the one leading the charge on that. I'd rather see him do well one week and then take the chance as opposed to hoping and praying on the on the shot that I get it that week. Mm, that, that's I see what you're saying. I, I just don't want to be the leader of that of the Cameron Champ pack. If somebody else wants to lead that charge, go for it. I'll follow along suit. I don't mind leading the uh, the caboose on that. <laughs> I don't mind leaving the caboose on that. That's funny. And then one more guy I'll drop in the 6K range that I like is Peter Malnati. He got 26 last week. He had 25th at the Farmers, um, 7th at Barracuda, or uh, Butterfield, rather, this year. I think that 6,100, he's 9 for 14 on cuts. If you're looking for a guy all the way down here, he's at 6,100. He's not going to be your worst option. That's so, so interesting because 
my my other guy I was thinking about at this price range was actually Zach Johnson. Ryder Cup captain. He's the Ryder Cup captain. He got good news this week. I think that Zach Johnson could be the kind of guy that if you throw him in at the bottom of your lineup, he's got really good news this week. He does normally play well here. He's made five of his last five cuts, and he's actually played decently in his last five tournaments. He's gone four for five in terms of making the cut. A lot of worse options at 6,300. I'm I'm kind of riding the the good news of him being the Ryder Cup captain and hoping the that good he news wave. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. I like him. I'll I'll save my pick for him at a uh, John Deere Classic. Ah, oh, there you go. That's the way to do it. So, all right, we've we've gone through most of the names. Is there anybody else in the whole tournament you you want to talk about? In here, no. I think you could spend 20 minutes talking about each guy and what their benefits are, but I feel pretty confident about my lineups this week, and I look I'm, forward to beating you once again. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll see on that. I'll just say hi to Sam R- Sam Ryder, just because he's kind of helped me out the last couple of weeks. Would be a fun pick this week, but I can't do it. I Eventually, that train is going to come back down to a screeching halt, but I don't want to be on it when it does. So, Gambler's mindset, no one to sell, no one to buy. I think that Sam Ryder, like you said, this might be the week that you drop him off and cash out. Bingo. So I won't I won't hold on to it too much. Do you have your FanDuel lineup, Jack? Yeah, let me go ahead and pull it up right now. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Starting at 11,900, Roy McIlroy. Easy. Then I got Victor Hovland at 11,800. <laughs> I got Jason Kokrak at 10-4. Paul Casey, 10-6. JJ Spawn at 7-7. That dude is, he's coming. Just wait. He's coming. You look at his stats the last couple weeks, you'll see he's turning his gamer out. And then Davis Riley, two top 50 finishes in his last two. Finished top 20 in the Sony. I think that this is one of those guys, unfortunately, he may be a filler and he may be the one that I might swap out here. But I like his consistency and I like the where he's trending, so. There you go. I don't I don't blame you. You and I did kind of a similar strategy here. We tried to take a, a couple of guys really top heavy that we knew were, were almost surefire bets. And then we have a couple of flyers in order to just kind of hope that everything works out. So I started the same as you. I did Rory. And then I went down to 11,200 and did Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, and then I went to Paul Casey at 10-6, so those are three guys that are all consistent. I took your boy, which I figured he'd be somewhere in your lineup, Keith Mitchell, at 10-2, and then I took Martin Lard at 8,200, and then Bo Hosler at 7,800. Riding the bow train. Oh, yeah, riding the bow train. So I got $100 left over, so potentially I might swap out Martin Lard for somebody that's to be determined, but you will see that lineup on our Twitter or Instagram. Well, you might Tuesday. not see your lineup. You might see an adaptation of our lineups. We'll probably tweak <sighs> yeah. and twindle with those lineups for another 24 hours. Exactly. But right now that's what we've got for them. So, all right. I are like you, it. Yeah. Are you ready to get into bets for the week? Oh, I'm dying to get ready into bets. How many, how many bets you got? Curious. That I'm going to talk about or that are in my slot right now? That, that, that you're going to talk about. Well, you can talk about how many do you have in general that you're thinking about? But how many? Couldn't how many tell you. 
too many too I mean, many count i wouldn't say too many i'm not necessarily in a, a gambling addict but i when i look at a golf lineup as the golf a golf nerd i can see a case for everybody making you know when i see roy McIlroy, i i would bet him which i do bet him i guess i'll start him off at plus 110 for top 10 dudes on a tear right now like you said i don't weigh too much into the course history but he's got course history right there um i go right into another big ticket guy hideki matsuyama he's plus 130 to go top 20 i saw that yeah him and him and wills Torres are both plus 130 i think both of them could make that yeah i just i didn't understand why they would be in i understood will because he had the COVID issue but matsuyama's on a tear this year um i got jason kolkrak plus 170 top 20 i think this is the week that we might see his name break through in one of the big leaderboards um i'm going back to back i'm doubling down on chris kirk top 20 at plus 240 i know he rode the way for you last week oh yeah um i think that he goes i think he has another good week and i don't know why, but he it's one of those ones where much like the Keith Mitchell thing, I had an itch and I said, this is the guy I'm going with. And then I got my two top 40 bets, Max Homa minus 155. He hasn't shown me that, that I have the confidence to go in the top 20, but he's good enough where he's going to get the top 40 and just make your, make you some money. Yeah. And then Denny McCarthy is plus 120 for top 40. And after the year he's having, that's a lock in my opinion. I, I like a lot of those picks. A few of those carry over. I do like Kokrak. I love that pick. I have Wills Altoris and uh, Decky for top 20. Uh, I think they're both super – well, I think Hideki's consistent. I think Willie Z has the opportunity to contend to win this tournament. But even if he doesn't, I think he can finish in the top 20, no problem, based on how he's played so far this year. Yeah. Uh, I love Keegan Bradley, plus 120 for top 40. Uh, his last five starts here, again, 10th, 42nd, 46th, 46th, 34th. He's floated right around that top 40 for a while. Uh, Kevin Kisner is also plus 120 for top 40. So if you're not a big Keegan Bradley guy, Kiss is definitely an option. Uh, his game plays well here for whatever reason. I remember just, like, looking into it. All of a sudden, it just showed how great his, uh, how great his game converts to Bay Hill. Interesting so, swing, but he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's taking some time off too, so hopefully the hopefully that's helped the odds makers less like him, which is just great for me. Uh, I'm a big Cam Young guy, Cameron Young, plus one ten for top forty. I mean, he almost won a couple weeks ago, and I think he's motivated because he wants to be in the top fifty in the world in order to play next week at the Players. Because I think right now he's close, so if he if he finishes well this week, he has a chance. He playing players next week, so he's got great motivation. I also like Matt Wallace plus one seventy for top forty. I thought you were about to say Matt Wolf. No, no, not Matt Wolf. Matt Wallace. I know you're gonna wonder who he is as well. I do my, I had to quite literally dig into his PGA Tour profile page, but his last four starts here are eighteenth, twenty fourth, sixth, sixth, and ninth. And among all the golfers in the field, he is ninth in strokes gained. One guy I do want to honorably mention in terms of somebody that if you want to really take a shot in the dark and bet on him, I'm not going to, but he's a choice. It's Ian Poulter. Uh, again, his last five here, 26th, 32nd, 23rd, 23rd, 41st. 
He's right around that top 40 range if you want to do it. I know it's plus odds. I want to say it's right around 200, maybe 180. The choice, I chose Matt Wallace in that spot, but I think if you didn't want to do Matt Wallace and you want to do Ian Poulter instead, you can kind of interchange those two. Uh, guys I'm fading, I kind of mentioned, well, I threw in Bryson DeChambeau initially because I didn't know if he was withdrawing or not, but I was going to fade him anyways with the injury. Turns out it doesn't matter. Uh, good fade. Yeah, good fade, I guess. Woo, I'm going to count that one as a win already. <laughs> um, I'm fading Sungjae. Again, I know that that's a surprising one. I He's probably a little risky. I know it's going to come out of left field. Um, he just... He's played hit or miss. He missed the cut last week. I'm kind of going off of previous performances here. I he wish you come- could see my face podcast when he just said that. Yeah, Jack was absolutely surprised. I understand he could come out and win it. And if he does, it's unfortunate. But I just think with, with how he's done the last couple of weeks, him being young, could be, could be a little, little rough around the edges this week. And then I've got Corey Connors as well as a fade. Um, prior to being third in the spent last year, he previously failed to make the cut. Uh, he's young and much like Sun Sung Jay, he's a risk. I'm just not touching him. I don't know. I'm Interesting, not yeah. 50-50 on all those guys, so hopefully it pays off that you didn't bet any of them. Exactly. So, all right, Jack, you ready for it? Who are you picking? Ready for what? Who are you picking this week? Who's your guy? I don't really know if I have a guy that will win it all, but I think Rory McIlroy is probably going to contend just about as good as all of them. I think that there's always a chance that Scotty Scheffler comes. That dude's on a tear right now. I think he's having a career year. But I think one of the dark horses, I know I didn't really bet on him, but for whatever reason, I like Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Okay. I just, I I feel like he has capability to just go deep and I go take over a win. I don't know what his odds are per se, but um, I'm not looking at it at the second, but I know that. That dude is on a tear right now. I think he had he's a top two top tens, maybe three f- top fifteens this year. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of like him to go all the way. Uh, looks like sixty to one for Justin Rose. Sixty to one, got it. So I I've been struggling. I've kind of been been switching on and off of this. I'm actually I think I'm going to take Paul Casey this week. 35 to one. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be the guy. Got to have some faith in him. Do you think this is the week? I think I, I'm going to hope this is the week. If not, that's going to be a tough one because he's kind of a favorite. So he's, he's the guy I'm really pulling for this week. I only bet him to win in the majors. He's always up there. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he gets the, uh, he gets the fire early. He's just prepping early for Augusta. He's going to get ready for it. So. Well, is there any anything else that comes to mind, Jack, or are you good? I think I'm ready to watch this tournament. I'll tell you that. I'm excited for it. It's one of my favorite tournaments to watch. This one is going to be, a, in my mind, a lot better than last week just because of all the big names we have in the field. So, as always, everybody, please follow us on social media at Pod. Please like and subscribe wherever you find us on your streaming platform, whether it be Spotify or Apple. And as always, let's go out there and win a bunch of money. Have a good one, guys. Let's go.